0: Welcome to another edition of the TU Sports Extra Podcast. I'm Patrick Prince, joined as always by our TU beat writer, Bryce McKinnis. And Bryce, so uh, we've had uh, a week and a half of the Eric Conkle era at TU basketball. Uh, you've talked to him a few times. He was on the TU podcast with you last week. Uh, I'm really impressed with what I see from Coach so far. Uh, you've talked to him a lot more than I have, obviously. I haven't talked to him at all. Uh, what are your thoughts on you know, seven days, 10 days, getting to know uh, Eric Conkle.
1: Patrick, what, what's going on? I thought we were talking about Chris Rockwell Smith incident. <laughs> no. Um, we'll get to that later. We'll, we'll, yeah, let's, we'll get to that. All right, Because everybody's talking about it. We have to address it. Um, yeah, Eric Conkle is, um, you know, I think uh, Bill Haston touched on this a few times in some columns he's written recently. It's not really my job as a beat writer to endorse anybody. Um, but from what I can tell so far, uh, this hire was a winner. Eric is um, really ambitious. He has a lot of big plans for the future. Um, he has a, a players first kind of a, a player led team mentality um, about the way you know he's he goes about practice. I've got to sit in a few practices this last week. Um, you know, he talks a lot about reaching measurable progress. They have a they, uh, they have a drill. This is just a quick anecdote uh, that they've been doing where each player shoots and they have eight players right now who are active. Each player shoots um, however many free or three pointers they can hit in a five minute period. And um, the goal is to get to 50. The first day of practice, I think they only had one player get to 50. Um, By the third day of practice, uh, I believe they had five players get above 50 and one got above 60. Um, so immediately you can already tell that they're making some of that measurable progress that he talked about. Um, he has, I think, really big plans for recruiting. Um, I really like that he talks a lot about recruiting local players, recruiting in-state players and keeping those guys at home. Patrick, as you know, we've talked about in the past, um, during Frank Hayes' era at TU, the, the team only signed one player straight from high school. That was a local prospect. Now, they had some other guys on the team who were transfers, who were coming back home. Um, And we'll get more into that in a second. But I I really like that he has that mentality about him.
0: T released a video this week on Twitter of uh, a couple of minutes of uh, practice video of Coach Conkle interacting with players, kind of running practice. Uh, again, it was on. You know, I don't want to overreact after a minute and a half little clip, but I really enjoyed that clip. It's always great to see coach how a coach coaches practice, and I just you, I just get a great vibe watching him. I, yeah. I assume you've seen that clip. From what you've seen in practice, is that is that how he is?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he has a a great attitude every day at practice, and I think it rubs off on the players. Um, you really notice that you know, during these first few practices, they've just been having fun. Like they're just, you know, eight college-aged buddies who obviously were, went through a lot with each other in this last season. Um, There's just a lot of smiles, a lot of encouragement, um, a lot of competition, friendly competition between players. Obviously with only eight players right now, they can't do a lot of live stuff. Um, they're doing a lot of, you know, groundwork, working from the base up. Um kind of installing some drills that will relate later, I think, to the the greater system that they're trying to install. But, um, yeah, it's just a it's – a, it's a pretty good atmosphere in there during Eric Conkle practices.
0: You know, they talk about, you know, winning the press conference, you know.
1: Uh,
0: he – and with what TU did at his introductory press conference, he certainly – they won the press conference and uh, after, you know – only a week and a half. It's 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 it, it, a breath of fresh air, maybe fair to say. You Two know, wins. It, yeah, yeah, just, a, just think- his, his personality, his energy. You can totally see this guy connecting with players, right? I mean, yeah. just. I mean, even even me just watching your podcast with him, I I, I just really impressed so far. All right, let's talk about uh, players. You mentioned local recruiting uh, earlier. Bill Haston in today's paper. I think it's today's paper, isn't it? In the Friday, in the.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, we-, we post stuff online ahead of time. So sometimes I get confused when they're actually in print. He wrote on Keelan Boone. Uh, mm-hmm. He's leaving Oklahoma State and TU is potentially a landing spot. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. And I wanted to touch on one more thing. Uh, Patrick, yeah, yeah. Talking about Conkle's attitude towards players. <clears throat> like I said, I think he's registered two wins so far. The first one was the press conference. The second one was keeping Sam Griffin the third uh, on campus. Um, that speaks to the impact I think he's already had on this roster so early to retain your best returning player and reverse his decision to enter the transfer portal. Um, you don't see that a lot. So I think that that was his second win. <clears throat> Going forward, I think he can register his third win before they ever play a game. Um if they can get Keelan Boone on campus. Keelan's a guy who we all know, we all remember the Boone twins winning three straight state championships at Memorial and then playing these last three seasons at Oklahoma State. Um, I think that Tulsa is going to be one of the front runners in the mix uh, in the candidacy to get Keelan Boone. I think that that would be absolutely a home run for this program. Obviously, Keelan is a phenomenal player. He's a really versatile player. Um, plays well on both ends of the floor, so I, I think that um, I think that Tu fans could be could be really happy in the near future here with with uh, the possible arrival of Keelan Boone.
0: Well, let me play devil's advocate a little bit on that. For all his high school accomplishments, and there were many, um, sure. he didn't make that big of an impact at OSU. Why? Why would it be different at Tu? Well,
1: for one, he had his moments. Um, He had games. He played great. He had a a game earlier this season. Um, I forget what night it was specifically, but uh, knocks down five three-pointers was big for them at times these last couple of years. Um, You have to also take into account the difference between the competition within the big 12 and the competition within the American athletic conference. Some of these guys whose stat lines look average in one conference have the potential within a different system and a different conference with different competition, there's a lot less size in the AAC to be a completely different player. I think Keelan Boone is a program changing player from being able to see him up close in high school and in college um, and being able to see what TU has returning. Keep in mind, Nikita Konstantinovsky is a six foot 11 uh, center. After Nikita Konstantinovsky, their next tallest player is six foot seven. You need a little bit more size on this roster going forward. Obviously, they have potentially four scholarships that are going to be open. It's kind of confusing right now with some of the guys that they signed and how their outlook is looking. But for now, they're expecting to have four scholarships available. Um, I think you need to load up at least a little bit on some wings and some forwards with stature and with power.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, I really liked, Bryce, what you wrote a couple of days ago. Uh, speaking of local players, uh, you kind of did a little rundown of, of a handful of players with local ties that TU might uh, look at. If they're, if they're not already, They you know, we don't mm-hmm. – it's recruiting. Maybe they're kind of looking at them already. But, anyway, I thought it was kind of an informative little piece by you. Um, any, anything you want to add on what you wrote?
1: Yeah, I, I wanted to add one guy's name to the mix. So, I – I've known this player for a long time from his high school days at Southmore. I spoke with people close to him, including his AAU coach and some family members. Um, the day after that story went to print and that's Sam Godwin. So Sam Godwin's a six nine, six ten 6'10 center who uh, has played the last two years at Wofford. He graduated from Southmore in 2020 and um from what I've heard, TU has shown interest in him the last couple days. Um, they've been in communication. TU was on him a little bit out of high school. Um, I believe he did receive an offer from TU when he was a senior at Southmore. Um, he went to Wofford. He averaged uh, six and a half points a game, I believe, at Wofford in two seasons. Um, shot 60, I have it right here, 64% from the field in two seasons. Um, And then going back to his high school days, he was an all-state selection coming out of Southmore. Super, super athletic post. um, Can even split out and play in the corners, hit some shots at times. Super powerful and moves extremely well. Um, That is another guy who I I think would be absolutely a home run if TU could bring him in.
0: And, oh, by the way, we have spring football. Uh, Not too often that – uh, football takes a back seat to uh, basketball, but uh, due to the excitement with Coach Conkle's hire, uh, TU basketball's kind of been in the news a little bit and kind of football's a little, little under the radar. What's going on with TU spring practice?
1: So obviously one of the biggest stories with <clears throat> this spring season for TU football is they have had a lot of movement on that coaching staff. So you get the sense that players are trying to adjust to um, new voices kind of leading the pack. Luke Olson is um, new defensive coordinator for TU. Has been on the staff for ten seasons, so I think players identify with him really well, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, when you watch him coach, you wonder how this guy wasn't a DC somewhere else before the season because he just he has like such a presence about him that commands discipline, commands respect. Um, Obviously, guys want to listen to him. Guys want to follow him and be coached by him. So defensively, I think they're in a really good spot, despite the fact that they have so many new faces coaching around. And then offensively, obviously, you've got Davis Brin returning. Um, I think he looks really good. He's throwing a really good ball this spring. Um, And then, you know, they've had a really fun spring season. They had a scrimmage last Saturday. They have another scrimmage this Saturday. Um, I think things are, are looking upward. Um, their direction of their outlook going forward.
0: Now, when's their spring game again?
1: Spring game is April 9th. Um, and I believe it's during uh, TU's um, Hall of Fame weekend.
0: Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's back up to basketball just for a second. Uh, anything more going on with Eric Conkle's staff that you, you've you been hearing or that you, that, or that you can share? I,
1: I am not aware of any other projected future movements with the staff. Um, I do know that those two guys, Josh Josh Wolf, excuse me, and uh, Desmond Heyman are already on campus. They've already been participating in practice. Um, Josh Wolf, who's the new director of basketball operations has been working closely with Anthony Pritchard who is still rehabbing from his injury. Um, He would be their ninth player when he's healthy again. Um, just kind of shooting on side goals, uh, working on some form shooting, some form passing. Anthony still has that boot on his foot, but he is dressed out in practice attire. And like I said, he, he and Josh kind of just spend most of the practice time um, working with each other on fundamentals, building Anthony back up so that when he comes back, you know, he'll be ready to go. Remind me of Pritchard's injury. What happened? Pritchard hurt his foot um, in the, second East Carolina game on the road Um, he had a I believe an eight-week timeline he's already five weeks into that timeline so um, he's nearing a return Uh, he looks good you know he like I said he's got the boot on his foot but he's moving well he's not moving like he's in a lot of physical pain so I think they'll be really excited to have him back right now and during this recruiting season, I think that TU's going to want to look at bringing on some more point guards because right now you have Anthony Pritchard and you have Keyshawn Embry-Simpson. At the end of last season, you saw the effects of not having a true point guard on the floor. Frank Hayes had to improvise with putting Curtis Haywood at the one. um, And he's not a true point guard either. Obviously he's gone now. Keyshawn Embry-Simpson was was out due to um, academic ineligibility that back half of the season he is eligible to practice right now but considering his past um, not being able to play last season and then Anthony Pritchard's injury I think that you want to have another point guard on your roster to be safe going forward
0: anything else on your mind
1: no not that I can think of Um, you know Go uh, go! read the piece I did Wednesday on, on some of the guys who are uh, who are potentially going to be in the mix for TU this recruiting season with those four available scholarships. Um, follow my Twitter, at McKinnis Bryce, and uh, definitely feel free. My DMs are always open to uh, sh- shoot me some good info, shoot me some feedback on, uh, on what you think about these players or Conkle, spring football, uh, or anything else going on with TU athletics right now.
0: Now, uh, real quick, uh, what are you thinking about doing in the next week? You got some story ideas in your head, or are you still you're going to get through the weekend and worry about that later?
1: I've got some story ideas. Um, we've been doing a series on the TU defense. So each week, we have zeroed in on a different position group. We did the D-line. We did the linebackers. Um, for Monday's paper, we're going to have a feature on the secondary, including the nickel safeties. Um, and then later on that week, we um, Potentially, you know, we're going to have some more going on with basketball, um, recruiting staff, just kind of an update on how they've progressed in practice in that first full week. Um, So be on the lookout for that.
0: Absolutely. We will. Uh, Bryce, have a good weekend. Appreciate the knowledge and we'll catch up next week. Thanks, Patrick. See ya.